So today we're going to talk about this rich young ruler. You probably heard this story in many different ways. And um, I think the most common way is there's this idea that, listen, if you're coveting over your money or something else, maybe your property, you're probably not saved and maybe you can't inherit the kingdom. You know, have you ever noticed this? that there are preachers out there that can take any new covenant verse, which by the way, these should all pretty much inspire us to make us feel safe and secure, but they can take any verse, any story, any parable, flip it upside down and turn it into some type of a threat to Christians from God. So what if I told you that the rich young ruler story is about a simple principle that Jesus was teaching? What he's teaching is, Hey, guy, you can't get to heaven through your performance. You can't get there by avoiding coveting. The only way you can be saved is not through the law, but through Christ, right? By grace, through faith. That's the only way to the kingdom. And you avoiding coveting your money or your property is not the answer. So what I hope to do today is I just we're going to just real quickly Go verse by verse by verse and see if I can help you to see that that's all that's really going on in this story. This is not even a little bit of a threat to Christians. Listen first, am I saying we should be coveting and desiring to have more money and our more properties or more whatever, right? Of course not. But that's what my point is. What is the story about, right? This isn't me saying let's go covet stuff. This is me saying what is this story teaching us? Is it God telling you, you better watch it, pal? Or is this a very encouraging verse of God saying, the only way to get to me is through my son, Jesus Christ. So without further ado, let me plug in to verse two, verse two my screen two. Hopefully you can see this right here. So here it is. We begin, uh, this is Matthew chapter 10 verse uh, 17 to 27. Here's the story. He says, as he was, and I noticed all the highlighted words. I want you to pay attention to those. So as he's setting out on a journey, a man ran up to him, knelt before him, and he asked him, hey, good teacher, what shall I do that I can inherit eternal life? So what's the, what's the context here? The context is salvation, okay? I've never seen a Bible verse that says, for whoever does not covet shall inherit the kingdom, all right? So the context, what's going on in the story is, how do we inherit eternal life? So Jesus says to him, why do you call me good? No one is good except God alone. You know the, here we go. Here's the context, right? Getting down at Jesus's answer. Follow him through this. You know the commandments, Right? Now, Jesus starts to list off the commandments, and you know where these commandments come from. They come from the, the Big Ten, right? The moral, right? The Mosaic law. Do not murder. Now, if you're here in the store, you're probably pounding your chest, right? If you're this guy, like, I'm not murdering anybody. Let's stop for a minute, by the way, because we're going to find that this rich young rule feels like he's not guilty of doing any of these things. Jesus said, if you've ever even been angry with the brother You've already committed murder in your heart. He then reads the next one. Do not commit adultery. Now, again, most of us, not all, but most of us have likely never 
uh, committed adultery, cheated on our spouses. But remember what Jesus said, if you even look at a woman as to lust for her, you've already committed adultery in your heart. So Jesus in some other uh, passages teaches us that the standard of the law is much, much greater than we than we understand it to be. It's more perfect and more holy than just not actually killing or actually uh, cheating and having a sexual relationship when you're married to someone, okay? So Jesus continues, do, don't murder, don't commit adultery, don't steal, do not give false testimony, right? Do not lie, do not defraud, honor your mother and father, right? Where are these? Again, all the Ten Commandments. And here's this guy, he thinks he's got it going on. The rich young ruler says, teacher, I have kept all of these from my youth. In other words, looks like I'm going to inherit the kingdom. Look how awesome I am. Now, again, I submit to you, has, has this rich young ruler, has any human being ever perfectly kept all of these by the true standard that we learned from the Sermon on the Mount? Uh, I don't think so. And so I've kept all these from my youth. I'm awesome. I'm great. Now there's one more covet, right? There's one, I'm sorry, there's one more. I guess I gave that away. There's one more command that Jesus uh, was sandbagging, I guess. He's um, looking at him. Jesus showed love to him. And he said to him very kindly, you lack one thing. Here's you go. Here's how you get saved. Now I want you to imagine if this was the, the gospel of how we get saved. Just go and sell everything you own. Let's just say I said it to you right now. If Jesus were sitting in front of you right now and said, go sell everything you own, all of it. Don't hold any of it back. Sell your car, your computers, your smartphone, everything you own, and then you give it to the poor. And then you will have treasure in heaven and come follow me. What would you be feeling? You see, the standard of coveting is much, much holier and perfect than any of us realize. All of us are guilty of coveting on some level. If we if we say we're not, we lie and the truth is not in us or we're very naive at the very least. We all covet. I have a nice house. I have a nice car. I do a lot of good things. But I think I would be fooling myself to say if God came to me and said, sell it all, now, I know who Jesus is now, and if I knew, I was like, oh, I'm going to really lose everything. If I don't sell it, I'm going to sell it all. But the reality is that's not how we get saved. And this guy's hearing this. He doesn't even know about the cross yet, right? Jesus hasn't died. He doesn't know what it means to be saved through faith by grace, right? That it's being a gift. He's just hearing a message. Yeah, here's how you get saved by law. Since you think you kept the rest of the law, there's one thing you lack, and that's because you're a coveter. So I'm going to tell you, go, here's how you are not a coveter anymore, right? Go sell everything you own. That's all of us, me and you. If we're going to push this story as being a threat from God, then we all need to zip our mouths and get out there, sell our homes, sell our car, sell our clothes, sell our smartphones. You need to sell all that you possess and give it to the poor. And then you will have your treasure in heaven. Come follow me. Do you see it, folks? But he was deeply dismayed, who wouldn't be, by these words. And he went away grieving. Mission accomplished. This guy's saying, who in the world can do this? I can't do this. You're telling me to sell everything. And again, it's the only thing he knows. There is no 
salvation uh, through through uh, grace alone message that this man has heard, right? For each, uh, for he was one who owned much property. And looking, uh, and Jesus looking around, he says to his disciples, <laughs> now even Jesus is acknowledging this, right? How hard, H-A-R-D, it will be for those who are wealthy to enter the kingdom of God. Yeah, I don't know if there's ever been a wealthy person alive who sold all of their possessions, right? How hard it will be for anybody who has money. Everybody who has great money. By the way, we're all a lot richer than the people were at that time. So I'd say even some of America's most poor people are better off. We have a lot more possessions than they did 3,000 years ago. And so verse 24, the disciples, they were amazed at his words. But Jesus responded again, and he says to them, children, how hard is it to enter the kingdom of God? Now stop there. He didn't say anything about the rich man this time. This is a broad statement, right? How hard is it to enter the kingdom of God? And he's not saying, yeah, so you better get out there and do more and be more and try harder. That's not the point. The point is, hey, guys, based on the law, you know, that big list I just gave the, the rich young ruler and anyone who's intellectually honest with themselves, how hard will it be for you to inherit the kingdom under this standard? And I submit to you, it's not just hard, it's impossible. In fact, how impossible is it? Verse 25, it is actually easier for a camel to go through the eye, uh, the eye of a needle than a rich person to enter the kingdom of God. And they were even more astonished. And they said to him, now, these are the disciples. Now, if the disciples think all this is easy, then why would they ask this question? Jesus, then who can be saved? Help me understand, Jesus. By these standards, tell me, Jesus, who can possibly be saved? Do you see it? Even the disciples are like, whoa, 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 whoa. How do in the world can anybody, we can't even do it. You're talking about the rich young rule. The disciples are like shocked. No way. Then who can be saved? And then here's the answer, right? It's pointing to the new covenant. Is looking at them, Jesus said, with people, that's you disciples, that's the rich young ruler, that is me, and that's all of you watching this video. With people, with human beings, it is impossible. What? With people, it is impossible. Stop right there. So what in the world is somebody pushing this garbage out there? Yeah, so you better part with your money and sell your property because you're in dangers of the fiery pits of hell because you will not inherit the kingdom. It doesn't matter if you believe or not. If you're coveting or any of this stuff, it's all gone. Absolutely not. With all of us, it is impossible. But here's the answer, but not with God. What? For all things are possible with God. So what is the takeaway there? All things are possible with God. So with all of us, it's not possible. So God apparently has made it possible. How? He made it possible through his son, Jesus Christ, who came, he died on a cross, to be full payment for our sins, that whosoever, here's the salvation, whosoever doesn't covet shall be saved and inherit kingdom. I'm kidding. 
whosoever shall believe in Jesus, whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. That's the solution with you and with me. It is absolutely impossible. You cannot be saved by avoiding covenant. And again, I'll, I'll start off where I or end off where I started. Um, should we be coveting? I'm not teaching that. Should we be lying, cheating, stealing? I am not teaching any of that. I'm not condoning that. There's some mean uh, religious egos out there that just, they hear what they want to hear. All those things should be avoided, but avoiding them will not save you. You cannot, if you stumble at one point of the law, you become guilty of it all. What? This guy's is coveting. Jesus could plainly say, well, so you're lying, cheating, stealing, committing adultery anyway. And again, I will tell you this, every single one of us are guilty of probably breaking every single one of the Ten Commandments on a regular basis because the standard of the commands are much holier than we perceive them to be. Anyway, guys, hope that gives you a whole new perception of the rich young ruler and where he might be today. Hope you enjoyed that. God bless you all. And remember, if you liked it, please please be sure to like, comment, um, like, comment, and share below. Sorry, a little tongue twisted.